0: Welcome, everybody, to This Podcast Has Autism. I hope you enjoy the show.
1: Hey, everyone. Welcome back with another episode. I have my wife, Marcy, here, who is co-hosting with me.
0: Hey, everyone. What's up?
1: So on this episode, we're going to talk more about uh, me being diagnosed with autism, as we mentioned on um, our special episode that was just aired on... uh,
0: This past week? On it, Wednesday?
1: Yeah. And so, let's get into it. So, I was diagnosed about oh, about a month ago.
0: Yeah, that sounds right.
1: And um, the reason why I was diagnosed is because my wife kind of pushed me into doing it. Because she knows some stuff about me. Um, I kind of have a temper and I uh, blow up a lot.
0: Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I... I would just call them meltdowns, you know, I mean, the typical autism trait that, you know, you can have meltdowns and, um, uh, I don't know. I, I, I think that you fidget sometimes and, and you chew on pens and, and things like that.
1: Yeah. I get kind of restless sometimes too. Yeah. Um, and also, um, since I've been diagnosed, I've been thinking a lot about my past And uh, now that I've been diagnosed, just thinking about my past, it's just total uh, total makes sense because um, there's a lot of things that I did when I was a child. Uh, Like uh, we had a hallway, and the light switch was, I don't know who designed our house, but the light switch was like way at the end of the hallway. So when I would get ready for bed, I would like hum to myself to soothe myself because I was afraid of the dark. And I would hum all the way down the hallway to turn on the light switch, <laughs> <laughs> and and sometimes our our oldest son with autism, he will he'll hum to like sue himself for different situations. Yeah. And so it, uh, so just you know stuff like that, and then other situations like when I was a child, I prefer playing like with my toys and and just being alone. Like I wouldn't make excuses to my friends to to just be alone like sometimes my so I, i'm from a family of six and it's not very often that i would have the whole house to myself but uh my friends would come but hey let's hang out man oh i'm busy I, I don't feel good you know i'd make any kind of excuses in the book just just to hang out had the house myself and it's just it was to me it, i felt like i was in heaven and it was just awesome you know i just Woo, peace, you know, but, but then soon my family get home. It was like, uh, like I was in hell. And, and it just totally makes sense, you know. I mean, if you're autistic, you understand what I'm saying. But if you're not autistic, it's like, what is this guy talking about? <laughs> but, but yeah. So <laughs> anyway, just just some so. Well, yeah. it, can,
0: it can be described as, like, socially awkward sometimes. or um, And sometimes you, you give minimal eye contact. I mean, I, I know you try to, to make eye contact with people because you know that that's what the norm is, you know. Yeah. But um, there are times when, you know, I, I catch you not, not making eye contact and whatever. And I
1: stumble over my words a lot.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And sometimes I get frustrated because, like, something I want to say, I see it in my head, but it doesn't come out that way. And so people misunderstand me all the time. Yeah. Or and it really gets me going.
0: And then sometimes, like, there's some topics that you can talk about for a long time. <laughs> you know, oh, yeah. like I feel like I can I can't get a word ed, in edge or whatever, and <laughs> and uh, you just keep talking sometimes. Yeah. But I mean, those are you know the topics that you really enjoy and talking about. But
1: yeah, the podcast is one. My family. Uh, any Harry Potter fans out there, hit me up. Uh,
0: <laughs> music.
1: Music, yeah. I, I write songs, so, yeah. Um, I've been writing songs since I've been 12. I've actually used that as a way to, like, so- soothe me and calm me down. So, I don't know, maybe one day I'll play a song on the podcast, but I don't know. I'm, I'm I'll be honest, I'm not the best guitar player in the world. But anyway, so um what what else um
0: yeah that's that's pretty much all i had
1: yeah so oh yeah so another thing i wanted to mention real quick is that uh um a lot of people keep saying how every autistic has their own own story well, I have now that I'm autistic. I would love to share my story. I even tried to write write a book once, and um, I'll be honest, I stink at writing. But I I I would love to write a book series, a, a, a fiction book series, but with little things about uh, actual true events that happened to me in my past, because I ha I I've gone through a lot in my past, and there's. I'm not going to go through a lot of it I'm on here. It's just too much to go through. But I've had people tell me, "Man, you should write a book about your about your life. You're, you're, you've overcome so much. You've achieved so much." So, any of you writers out there would be willing to ghostwrite for me? Hit me up in, in our email. Let me know. Uh, so anyway, let's just get on. Let's get on with the guests. Uh, so we have Haley and. Uh, and I'll be interviewing her.
0: She's an artist. She's met with some celebrities. So Haley, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure.
2: Thank you for having me. So my name is Haley. I recently graduated from the University of Miami's law school. I have a degree in psychology and criminology as well, currently studying for the bar exam, but my true passion in life is art. So I've been doing art for a very long time, and it's something that I have a lot of strong feelings about. It's something that I really enjoy and I'm excited to get to share that with all of you listening.
1: How long have you been drawing and how long did it take you to develop your style?
2: I like to say that I'm one of those kids that have been drawing their entire lives. So, you know how when you're a little kid and you hand little kids the crayon box? Well, I was a crayon box kid. So, I've been drawing probably as long as I can remember, maybe like three or four. I was a crayon box kid. So, But I realized that I was really coming into my own with my style when I was about 12 or 13. I was very influenced by anime and cartoons in Japan and very bright colors. And I realized that I've just kind of been perfecting my style ever since. So it's been over 10 years now.
1: Oh, wow. Why did you like doing art?
2: I always liked doing art because it would make me feel calm. So I know that socially everything was always really difficult growing up, especially being on the autism spectrum. And I felt that it was a way to get away from whatever was going on during the day. And art allowed me to kind of escape into my own world.
1: I know I know what you mean by that because I use music as my outlet. <laughs> uh, what is the process you go through when creating a piece?
2: It depends whether or not I'm, I'm doing digital work or I'm doing canvas and paint work. But usually I always sketch something out. So I like to sketch on paper, on canvas, and pencils and it my new favorite thing to do is when I like draw, I love getting to use my hands so I've been drawing a lot more with just pen and paper and even just canvas so basically what I'll do is I'll sketch it out I'll I'll, I'll, go, I'll trace over it usually I'll either do it in ink or I'll do it in sharpie or a paint marker or something like that to get my outline and then I'll start coloring and then I'll just get it down to a science I'm happy with it and digitally it's kind of similar but digital color is a little bit different and You get to correct yourself a little bit better.
1: What is your favorite piece and why?
2: My favorite piece I did, I was actually in high school, so it's been a while. It still freaks me out that I graduated high school six years ago, but don't tell anyone that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, My favorite piece is called Spring is Sprung. It's my favorite because the original painting I had, I got to take with me to an event in New York when I was in high school. and. While I had it at the event, because it was my favorite piece at the time and it still is, I got to have all these famous people sign it. So along with my signature on the original painting, I have signatures of all sorts of celebrities and sports stars on it too. So it's kind of one of those things that only I would have. And it makes it really special to me because it's such a happy piece. It has flowers and rainbows and things like that. And it also has all these really cool signatures on it. So it really means a lot to me. And it's been in my parents' house framed up ever since. And every time I go home, I love getting to see it.
1: Oh, wow, well, that's awesome. Why do you create and what need does it satisfy?
2: I create because I realize that not only is it something that I enjoy, but it makes a lot of other people happy. Is because my work is really bright and colorful, it makes people smile and it makes people feel something. So I realize that not only does it satisfy my need to engage in my own imagination and it lets me disconnect from the world a little bit. But I also realize that it makes other people happy. So I realized that creating for something bigger than myself satisfies an even bigger need than my need to escape from the day-to-day sometimes.
1: What kind of tools do you use? Do you use like a certain kind of pencil or paints and stuff?
2: As far as pencils and stuff, I will get whatever I have. So usually it's those random mechanical pencils or regular pencils you get. I, I've been in school my whole life. This is the first time I'm not in school. So I still have all these pencils from school and things like that. So I'll use all my pencils. I, I bought a special set of ink pens a couple of years ago and I've just been replacing them ever since. So those are, I believe, like favorite Castels. And I also love Prismacolor markers. I love just acrylic paint. I love, and I even love like Photoshop and all those kinds of programs too. So I just love all the different things that are available to us as fine art illustrators and creators.
1: Does your autism get in your way when it comes to your art?
2: I don't think so. I think it just makes it easier and I think that because I'm able to focus more and I think that it's also part of a huge part of how I see the world. So my world view would not be the same without autism. So I think it makes my world a little bit more colorful and more interesting than perhaps that of a neurotypical and they won't see certain things the way that I do.
1: What inspires you?
2: Everything. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously, I could like watch TV and see something or I could be like reading a magazine or looking at the Internet and there will be something I see and I say, oh, my God, I want to incorporate that. Or there will be something that I just hear and I want to like use it. Like I'm one of those people that I think even with music, I could sometimes see the beat. Like there's a song that I'll hear. and I'll be like, I could see a color palette with this. It's crazy. So literally everything.
1: What do you like about your work?
2: That it makes people smile
1: don't you like about your work?
2: I think sometimes I I think that I could do more with it. And I realize that I'm very self-critical and I, I dislike that. I feel like it takes a while for me to grow and try new things in my work. But I also, because I'm one of those people like I like routine. I like what's tried and true and what I know works for me, but I also, but I do wish that I was willing to branch out a little bit more.
1: What is your dream project?
2: My dream project currently, I always, say that it's just trying something new. So the last crazy thing that I painted is I painted a pair of shoes. And I thought it was a lot of fun. And I think my dream project right now would be to either keep doing shoes, keep painting something new. Or one thing I always wanted to do was paint a guitar because I have friends who are musicians and that they see that as their art. And a lot of my friends are guitarists. So I thought it would be really cool to paint a guitar and be able to blend art with music. I think combining what I do with a different form of creativity would be really cool. So that's currently one of my dream projects.
1: What is one thing you wish you knew when you first started?
2: Is don't be afraid of making mistakes because (laughs) everybody makes mistakes and that's also how we learn and there's no such thing as art that's perfect. So even though sometimes the average person can't see where I mess up, I can see where I mess up and I realize that I like my work more because I can see where I messed up or maybe the line's a little too fat or it's too skinny or there's like a little blob of paint that isn't where it's supposed to be. But I realize it gives it it gives things character. H-
1: whose work has influenced you the most?
2: Uh, my favorite influences as far as other artists are Romero Brito and Peter Max because they are also really bright and colorful and people also have similar reactions and feel the same way. I've grown up around those artists too. I actually I'm sitting at my kitchen table right now and I have a big Romero Brito print over my table, so I get little bits of inspiration every day and it's still stuff like hearts and things like that, that make me smile too.
1: So how do you educate yourself so you can become a better artist?
2: I think that I do a lot of trial and error. I don't know if it's necessarily that I spend time like learning how to do new things, but I, I look for new influences. I, I still mess around when I have time and it's like, I realize that sometimes the best stuff comes out of experimenting. So it's like, it's not really work. It's like playing. It's just trying something new and, oh, wow, I really like how this turned out. I'm going to try that again. And then you realize that you're slowly improving. or learning something new that you want to incorporate into your work.
1: I like that a lot. <laughs> Have you won any awards for your art?
2: for my art maybe when i was in school like some of those art fairs they had prizes and stuff and i was nominated for an award in high school but most of the things that i've gotten have been as a result awards and stuff have been more of a result of advocacy and giving back and volunteering more so than as an artist
1: can you tell us about the different magazines you've been in
2: sure so one of the magazines as far as my art goes the last something really cool is I've had my art on the cover of a local parenting magazine a couple of years ago and they commissioned me to design the cover for their awards issue, which was really, really cool. But other magazines I've been in, it's that they'll do an interview or I've been able to write it, write guest columns and get to talk about things that I think are important to the autism community or things that I think people should know about people like us.
1: Can you tell us about some of the TV shows that you've been in and how you felt when you were on them?
2: i love television i think it's really fun getting to sit in front of the camera i love getting to meet new people and talk to people so it's always been super fun for me and so i've been on like local news i've had them come come to me and i've been an in-studio guest i always think being an in-studio guest is really interesting because you get to see what goes on behind the scenes like you get to see the green screen that the weather guy is behind so (laughs) they basically project everything on it for them but when you see them you don't see the weather like you see them like I don't know how to explain this without a visual, really, but you know what I'm trying to get at. Yeah. So, it's getting to see the inner workings of television. And one thing that I learned, unfortunately, is they never would do my hair and makeup for me. So, <laughs> I always had to come camera ready, and they wouldn't dress me like they do with the anchors, which I was a little bit jealous <laughs> of. They always have really nice clothes and really cool clothes. So, I think, but I always love it. I love getting to talk to people.
1: That's awesome. Um, can you tell us about some of the famous people that you've met? and what they were like?
2: I think with meeting famous people, is you have to remember they're people just like we are. So just because they have a fancy title or people know who they are on the street doesn't make them any different. So it's also like very cool to meet them. It's really fun getting to just have a conversation with somebody because it's just like meeting anyone else to meet, except you know that this person is really important. And it's just really cool because you also are like, wow, okay, this is awesome. And then you get a picture and you're like, Oh, my God. And then after the fact, it sets in like, wow, I must have met someone really, really big. But when I'm in it, I'm just going to treat them like I treat anyone else.
1: Who's some of the people that you met?
2: Um, I've, I'm have i very good friends with like Dan Marino at this point. I've met a lot. Let me think of who I've met. I have like my list usually. I've met Eli Manning, some of the big sports stars. I usually meet a lot of the athletes. I've met J-Lo, people like that. But it's still really cool.
1: Yeah, that is really cool. Um, Can you tell us about some of your other accomplishments, like your books and going to law school?
2: We could be here all day talking about going to law school, but I think just (laughs) to, to keep it really quick is I'm really grateful that I've had the experience. I hope to use the experience to make a difference for people with disabilities. I think the best part of going to law school was that I was my class elected speaker so at graduation, I got to give the address to all the other students on behalf of my graduating class. So if you've seen like Legally Blonde or any of those movies when the graduates go up at the end and they give the speech, that was me. Oh, wow. So I really, really loved getting to do that. It was the bi- one of the biggest honors of my life, really. So that's how I feel about law school. I'm currently studying for the bar exam, so I'm hoping to become a lawyer in the next couple months. I've contributed to a lot of different online magazines and publications as well as a writer. So I love getting to do all sorts of different creative things. I love getting to talk to people. I love writing and I love doing art. So I'm kind of just all over the board.
1: Uh, Do you have any suggestions to other autistic people wanting to get into the art field?
2: Just go for it. And if you have, I mean, if you're, if you have the talent or you're interested I encourage you to stick with it and trust yourself. So my advice isn't, oh, you should be doing this, you should be doing that. It's more of go with your gut. If it makes you feel good and you enjoy doing it, you should be doing it. And it's that simple. And even like for our listeners who are parents and stuff, encourage your kids. Encourage the autistic people in your life to go for it. It's not a bad thing. And let them explore and enjoy their imagination. And I hope that you use your talents for good.
1: Is there anything else you'd like to share with us?
2: I think we've covered a lot of, a lot of ground here today. So. <laughs>
1: okay. Well, I appreciate you coming on the show. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Anytime.
0: So thanks for listening to our interview. Um, we've got a giveaway, a Chewy giveaway that starts July 22nd. And to enter, like or share our giveaway post on Facebook or Twitter. If you do both, you get two entries. If you do only one, you get one entry. And these are Sentio Chews from Kid Companions. We have two, so we'll have two winners. You should check them out on Facebook. Oh, also, they gave us a coupon code to give to our listeners. The coupon, coupon code is TPHA5, and it will give you 5% discount on their website. Their website is kidcompanions.com.
1: And we'll post the, the coupon code on our website as well as Facebook and our Twitter.
0: Yep. And then uh, next week's episode will be Kieli. Um She is a Zumbini instructor. And she talks about um, teaching dance and to autistic children and, and that kind of thing.
1: Well, that's it for this episode until next time.